Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thom, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. to AVA Live Radio. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 683 of Behind the Music. On the show today, I have a very, very special guest, someone who's just starting out in music. And you know what? He has done everything right so far. He's not only got a brand new single for you, but he's got more coming up very, very soon, a 12-song album including the song I'm going to play right now called Diamond Eyes. You know what I love about him? I love the fact that he is in it to win it. He has gotten through his challenges. He has overcome his struggles and he is singing about it too. And you can't get a better artist than this with such heart. I have to say that every time we post about him on social media, he's the one answering your comments. He's not leaving it up to our social media team. He's actually in there meeting the people. And that is a big, big thing in my book. As far as I'm concerned, he is going to win, and you better pay attention. Here is his song, Diamond Eyes, and I'll be right back with the interview. It's an You know, just like the rest, I had to get it. You know, just like the rest, I had to win it But unlike the rest, I can't stop Cause it's never, ever, ever enough Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes Oh, Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes Realize, just realize, improvise. No lies, no lies, no lies. I feel high with this view. How far can you see? Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes. I should know one thing. There ain't no going back for you. Ain't no going back for me. Nah. The charts of a sided in my mind. Until we get to the top Diamond eyes, diamond eyes, diamond eyes 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 Just realize, just realize, improvise No lies, no lies, no lies 
back for me. Please welcome TJ to AVA Live Radio. Hey, TJ, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. I am excited for you to be here, you know, because we've been doing a lot of pre-work, and this is the first time you and I actually get to speak, like, in person where I can hear your voice. <laughs> I know. It's fantastic. It's It's been far too long. <laughs> Tell me what it's like, from your perspective at this point, to be an indie artist today you know, the hustle, the work, getting over your struggles. There's so much involved, right? Oh, absolutely. That's kind of the name of the game. You know, it's all about the hustle. It's all about the work. Um, you know, putting in a hundred hour weeks, no, no problem. It's, it's just all about <laughs> the passion. You just, you, you're either crazy and you do this because it's what you do and you don't have a choice and it's kind of why you're here or it, you know, or you're kind of just an indie artist where it's a hobby and that's totally fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For, for most people, you know, for that matter, it's a hobby while you're developing your skills, you know, and something that you just love and you learn if you love it, you keep going. Right. And if you don't, you find that out really fast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I guess I was just fortunate because there's a, small kid I I knew it was what I was going to do you know it was just kind of day one pretending to be a backstreet boy and then started huh. picking up instruments when I was a, a teenager and then it was just kind of game over man I love it that's great tell me about that history like what what did is somebody in your family in music or did you just like love the backstreet boys you love those boy bands and then you said wow okay I got I got something here what's going on uh, yeah, actually, my uh, so on my mom's side of the family, I have a a great grandfather um, who did some, I guess, some pretty good work being out here in in Salt Lake City. You know, there's the Mormon Church and all of that, and part of my family's involved in, was involved in that, and and he was a composer for them, and so his name was Leroy Robertson, and he uh, he composed a whole bunch of music, and then my grandma and grandmother were in orchestras and all of that kind of stuff so I mean I got exposed to a big broad theme you know and then just being in the late 90s early 2000s as a small kid you know seeing the Backstreet Boys and Pop and everything on the TV and kind of seeing what that can be like you know what I mean reaching out to so many people and singing and, and doing your your thing that was just so so cool to me and so you know I'm, I remember my favorite 
member was AJ and he had all the tattoos up his arms and everything. Yeah, and so I'd put, yeah. I'd, I'd put, yeah, I'd put stickers on my arms trying to pretend to be him, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I love it. and I, 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 I guess we're here, you know, I'm, I got, I'm covering in tattoos and, and making the music. So. <laughs> That's great. Oh my gosh. Is that why you have tattoos? It, it just kind of, it just kind of happened. You know, I was always enthralled with them from a young age from that to, watching kind of metal guys like um i remember the scorpion king came out forever ago and there was that music video with god smack and he gets his hand stung by a scorpion and there's a big scorpion tattoo that appears on his hand i just remember always being super enthralled with them as a kid <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing that's cool it's part of your thing now though you know like i mean it's kind of part of your brand like like for me coming and meeting you for the first time, when I first saw your pictures, I think you used them to your advantage because you didn't hide them. You really like embrace them as part of your creative, you know, like this is me, this makes me different. And also people kind of see you and like, oh, is he a musician? You know, what's going on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's either, or I'm either a musician or a tattoo artist. People don't know which one. So. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, right. absolutely. You know, I, I, I think this music is very personal to me. It's, it's, you know what I mean? And I feel like that is for everybody, you know, music is, is kind of an extension of your thoughts and, and, and what you feel and kind of what you hear and, and what grooves to you, you know? And so, and so I think yeah. my music is my brand. I think it, you know, this is my face, this is going to be who's singing it, you know? So I think that it's important to show who I am and, and why I'm writing the music I'm writing. So true. Did you watch the Oscars the other day? I did not. I, I, I unfortunately was working. <laughs> did you catch, right? Did you catch, um, you can watch it on YouTube afterwards, but when Lady Gaga won for her song and all of the hard work that she's done, she just broke down on stage and she had the most inspiring message for other artists and just people who, you know, might not believe in their, in themselves or might not, they might give up too soon. Yeah, it's definitely true. And I, I think Lady Gaga is phenomenal. I think she's always, you know, put out a very, very awesome message of, of be proud of who you are, you know, and she, especially with her, all the, all of the, you know, once you get into the spotlight, like she's in, they, they, people roast you over the stupidest stuff and, and to, be able to ha be strong through all of that and still make true art that is true to you and not trying to bend to these other people's opinions. It's hard to do. I don't see many people doing that. No, it is really tough. And that's a good point. When you're first starting out and you first start to release things on social media so that the public opinion can get involved, you've got like all these different people. You have people that will love it, people that won't get it because they just don't listen to that kind of music. And people that will just say stuff to say stuff, <laughs> just mean, yeah. you know, and unfortunately, when you're first starting out, those words are the harshest because there might not be enough people telling you how good and how impactful you were. You might hit upon a bunch of people that will be like, you know, the trolls of society on social. And that's kind of a danger, you know, but in a way, if it is your passion, right, you you will develop a little bit of a thick skin. You'll start to hopefully gain some really great p 
people around you that will support you, you know, like us, right? You got us on your, on your team at a good, a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Just to tell you how appreciative we are of you making the music and how good you're doing, because you will hit those negative Nancy's that are like, you know, they're, they're actually, I think they're game changers in a way because they're either going to feed your fire and make you angry, or they're going to hurt you really badly. And then when you get big and you get through all of this, you will be able to stand it. Oh yeah, totally. I, I, uh, you know, I, I almost viewed when I, I, you know, I don't have many people that, that are negative about what I do and, and that, you know, go out of their way and take their time to, to give negative negativity towards me. But, but when that happens, I just, I look at it like it's a milestone, like it's an accomplishment, like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm getting my music so far out there that I'm First getting people that are taking time <laughs> out of their day. Yeah. To come and, and tell me that, that they think my stuff sucks. And that's, and that means that I'm I, right. Don't they say that haters are confused fans? Like they, like yeah, they, they just, you know, they're taking their time and they're giving it to you. And to me, that's still a compliment. I still thank them for their time because, you know, I know that I wish I had so much more time in my day to be able to do what I do. And so for me to take the time to reach out to people and to do all that stuff, you know what I mean? It's because I appreciate what they do and I, and I'm trying to tell them that I think that what they're doing is awesome or whatever. So for somebody to do that to me, even if it's negative, I, I, I guess I still just appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that attitude. Actually, it's great. Confused fans. You know, it's kind of true too, because I'm thinking of some cases where I have really gotten into it with some people for no reason. They've just been like really harsh and, um, and they turn out to be, you know, somehow I won them. I won them over, you know, and, and I've even blocked them and they've come back <laughs> <They're> dedicated. <laughs> really dedicated. And they turn out to be like some of the, the most, the most active super fans. Let's talk about the song. You told me that the song recognizes the value of everything around you. Tell me the story and how you came up with it. Absolutely. So it it was really inspired by my mom (laughs) Um, because when, because my mom and I share this, this, this thing that's pretty funny. Whenever my dad teases us all the time about it, whenever we go into a store or, or, you know, somewhere where we're going to be purchasing something, my mom and I usually gravitate towards the most expensive thing in the store unconsciously. Like we don't even know it's the most expensive thing. We'll just go, (laughs) Oh, those are really nice pair of shoes. And of course, you know, they're the $500 pair of shoes in the store. And so my mom does that too. (laughs) And so we just were always laughing. And and so I kind of, I was just kind of sitting there thinking of, of, you know, what, what that means to me and how that's kind of shaped my life. And I was like, well, it's really given me these, these diamond eyes, right? Like I can, I can see the value in, in not just stuff, you know, I mean, that's just a funny, a funny thing, material things, but also, you know, looking and recognizing what people have and what their value is, you know what I mean? And what they're doing to help you and what you're doing to help them. And, and just seeing that, you know, I mean, everything really does have a value and, and that it does have a worth and not just in like a, uh, you know, as, as I say in the song, rose colored glasses sense, because I think rose colored glasses are kind of like, you're just putting on this pretty version of everything and you're not seeing it the way it is. But if you, if you keep your diamond eyes fastened, then you can see the things the way things are and you can really see the value 
and you can kind of see, you know what I mean, where it will mm-hmm. help you in your life, but also where it can take things away in your life. And recognizing those two things are very important. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it's very true as well. It is, you tend to look on the surface and you have to develop the skill of looking behind it. I take social media as a really good example, actually. You know, I do a lot of experimenting on social media. Like I have, I have tons of pages that just are out there just to experiment and try out different things. And something I realized really early on on social media was, um, and I'm actually going to do a video on it because a lot of people have been asking me this. You take two pages and you make them identical pretty much. And you spend a lot of time answering comments and nurturing the audience and talking to people on one and finding out about people. And then the other one, you just vaguely show up. You post the same things. You, you, know, you offer very similar content, but you don't dive deep. You don't dive deep in your descriptions. You don't really try to be authentic. You just, same things, right? But not you just go a little bit farther on the other one and that other one will grow at such a rapid rate because people want to be understood and they want you to recognize them. Oh, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I, I see it like, you know, your, your social media your, is, your, is your marketing platform, right? It's how, you, it's how you're mm-hmm. connecting with your audience. It's how you're connecting with your fans. How do, you, how, do you make, how do you make fans? How do you get people to care about what you're doing? The simple answer is, is that you, you be genuine and you care about what they're doing. You know what I mean? You, you, you create this personal connection between somebody and, and, and they're going to care about what you're doing and you should care about what they're doing too. And, and it's, and it's kind of a, a give and a take, you know, you can't just expect everybody to find you and, and bow to your feet and, and just think you're the greatest <laughs> artist ever. No, that's, that is not how this works. You know, there, when people have, millions of followers that didn't just happen overnight you know what i mean people like like you hear a million times people always see the success they don't see all the work that was put in to get to that success and to get those people to actually truly care about that person yeah it's so true you know i look at music also like a product and it's it's a product that's created with such great care and has such a wonderful value and message if it's done correctly and and it's quality and delivering that product to the people and making them understand, you know, what it can do for them. That's the trick because, you know, on social media, it's such a gift, but there's 1500 pieces of content that everybody gets hit with the minute they open the app. So like you have to figure out, you know, one, if somebody's answering you, wow, that's a huge gift because what made them answer you, you know, and, and want to know more about you. So you can't ignore that. And I love the fact, by the way, and I said this as coming into the interview, that you answered the comments on the Instagram page that we posted about you. And I think that's amazing because you'd be surprised how many artists don't go and answer those comments. They don't go and meet those people. And I think that you're really going to win with that attitude. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I absolutely agree. I'm I'm surprised with how many artists don't respond to, uh, you know, direct messages. They don't respond to comments. You know what I mean? They don't. Right. They don't interact with the people them. that. So true. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They don't interact with the people, which it, to me, that's just, you know, I I don't want to be rude, but it's kind of almost an elitist attitude of like I'm I'm above these these followers and these people, or I don't have the time to give to them, and I think that that's 
you know, that's just kind of the equivalent of shooting yourself in the foot. (laughs) You're so right. And, you know, I feel like I'm slamming people all the time when I'm constantly telling them, look, you don't want to put in the work, you know, and they're like, what? (laughs) Like, Well, I see it. You, You don't, you want to complain that it's hard. You want to do the fun stuff and not the other stuff. You know, meanwhile, I have artists that are out there two to four hours a day answering comments and digging into people's stuff and, and really like interacting with their fans. And as a result, they're the ones getting the reviews and the feedback. People are following them. They're responsive. And every time they have something, they show up. So like, you know, a lot of people just simply complain. I think they just like to complain (laughs) that it's hard, but to me, I don't know. It's not hard. Um, Maybe because in the beginning, I knew that the the vision long term was we need to get from point A to point B and we're never going to get there unless we talk to everyone, you know, and be there for people and see what they want. And then as if we can find out what they want, we can figure out where we fit in that. And then thus we'll be talking to everyone eventually, you know, in a, in an authentic way. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, one, one thing that was a big eye opener for me, I guess, is I, I follow a, an influencer. He's phenomenal. I don't know if you follow him as well. He goes by Gary V. Uh, have you oh, heard of yeah. him before? Love him. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Um, he's, I love he's how phenomenal. he beats people up. <laughs> he gets away oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he, and, and so, and, and what he talks about is, is incredible, but he, he said this one specific thing that, that really hit me at home and he goes, you know, you either have money, talent, or time. And if, and if you don't have money, then you have talent. And if you don't have talent, then you have time. And so I looked at it like, okay, well, you know, I, I got the talent, I got the time. I have a, li- a, a little bit of money, not, not as much as the other two categories. And so I can use, you know, I can, I can use my, my talent on, on Instagram. I can put my, my music out there. I can do all that stuff. And then I can use my biggest weapon, which is time to really, really put time towards other people, put time towards growing my account, put time towards, you know what I mean? Communicating with other artists. And and the biggest thing I've been trying to do is help other artists. You know what I mean? Help other people. We're not in this game alone. We need to help each other. That's so true. It reminds me of a story from today. I was having a walk outside and I I see these ants gathering around this little tiny little leaf thing. And like, of course, it's like 50 million tons bigger than they are. And I watched them like all really maneuver around it and get under it and do all kinds of things to try and lift it. And then finally they all came together, like more of them were coming (laughs) and they were just coming by the droves (laughs) and they eventually picked it up. And where there was two, suddenly there were like 50 and they're just all carrying this thing off. And I thought, wow, that's a lesson right there. Because a lot of people don't share, don't, you know, don't want to be part of a community. But the fact is, is you learn from each other and you need that. You need to know, um, you need to be part of, like, if you're a musician, you've got to be part of a music community that's going to take you in and give you good feedback and be honest and, and share you, you know, share information like, who's the best producer for this or who might help you with this. That's just got to be part of it. So you've got to do that networking, but we have social media be able to bring it all together. And I love that about social. Absolutely. Me, me as well. It's a, it's a super powerful tool, you know, and it's in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. The, um, the music that you've created and as you were creating it, first you said that, 
the biggest challenge? And is this the biggest challenge? Was that you didn't like your singing voice? You didn't like the way you sounded <laughs> on recording? Yeah. Oh, ab- wow, absolutely. I, I, it was, well, it's, it's weird hearing your own voice, you know? I mean, it's kind of sure. like, you know, when you, when you just go try talking out of a microphone on a stage, you're going to be taken back by, whoa, that's my voice. That's what my voice <laughs> sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to uh-huh. actually hear your voice recorded and then hear it back to you, it's, it's a, you know, it's a surreal experience. I'm sure you listen to your own voice on your radio show and you go, do I really sound like that? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, is, that, is that really how I sounded? So, so yeah, when I, when I would sit down and, and sing, there would be, and it really helped me improve my singing in, in the end too. But because of all of that, you know, I had to sit there and really break myself down and go, Hey man, that's a bad technique you just used right there. And you need to go and practice that and redo it and do it right. You know what I mean? And, 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 and listen to all the little things that I would do, you know, and, and break it all down, but then also get comfortable with, with kind of who I am and then say, you know, this is my voice. This is the way it sounds. And maybe hopefully it doesn't sound as weird to other people as it does to me. And it, and it turns out that that's not the case at all. There's actually quite been quite a few people that have enjoyed the sound of my voice. And that's just been nothing but reassuring that, you know what I mean? That all of that work and all of that stuff I've been doing has really been working out for me. Yes, absolutely. I I totally get it too. 10 years ago when I started doing a lot of interviews, I was doing interviews on other stations for the American Vocal Academy. And um, it was before I got this gig. And I, I did not really love the sound of my voice on interview. I liked my singing voice better. And it was funny because I just didn't I never thought to put the two together, like to actually lower (laughs) my tone and use my diaphragm when I was speaking, not just when I was singing. So I always thought that I sounded a little too high pitched and over a lot of practice and time and kind of just listening back and going through the pain of listening back (laughs) and saying, oh my gosh, (laughs) why did I say that? (laughs) I just got to learn, you know, right? You just make your mistakes and you move forward and you don't beat yourself up too much. And and then eventually you get to where you need to be. I think it all happens too at the right timing because of course, when you're first starting as a musician, you don't have as many people listening to you. So as you start developing and you develop your skills, you get better and better and better. And that's one thing I love about the music business is the older artists are way better than the younger artists typically if they stick with it, you know, because your voice is a muscle. It just gets better and stronger. And so your guitar skills and instruments, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my, my first big introduction to you know, music was when I started playing drums when I was 13 and I wasn't just trying to pretend to sing and dance as a, as a kid, you know, it was kind of my first time taking, taking it really, really seriously. And, and, you know, drums are, are a difficult instrument. You need to use all four limbs. You have to be in time. You're the backbeat tempo of the band. You know what I mean? You have a big, a big role. And so it kind of, I mean, it taught me how to teach myself, so I learned how to, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I learn. This is my learning process. I had a lot of good teachers, you know, that, that really showed the way and showed how to, how to break through those, those, those barriers. You know, I, I hear, you kind of hear people talking about plateauing and getting to a point where, oh, well, this is just kind of as good as I'm going to get. And it, 
as you get as good as you let yourself get right i mean it's you can put as much time and like you said it's a muscle you work it out you work it out over and over and over again you're going to break it down and you're going to and you're going to be sore and it's going to suck but at the end <laughs> you're you're going to come out stronger every single time and every single time the harder you work that muscle out the stronger it's going to get every single time it's the same thing it's so true with drums was were they your first instrument that you ever learned to play yeah yep they were um and that just kind of cascaded into my school you know when i was in middle school and high school i was in jazz band and percussion ensemble i took ap music theory classes and uh, i also was fortunate enough to be able to do stage tech so that kind of got me into audio engineering and, and lighting and live performance and that fueled kind of my career for a while where i was a sound technician and i did live shows and did all of that and that got me into recording studios where i was uh, recording artists and, and mixing and mastering and doing all that. And then that just kind of segued into me going, why don't I do it all for, for myself? Why am I working for all these other people? <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. That's great. So tell me what's ahead then. Are you going to keep launching singles back to back until you get to 12 and then launch the album or what's the, what's the whole speed? You know, I'm just kind of, Right now, I'm just kind of putting stuff out there, really getting a feel for what my market is, who my market is, who is enjoying my music. Um, I just released a cover song of uh, Incubus, Pardon Me, um, just because that song really, really influenced me. It was really, really driving me. And so I figured I'd just put a cover song out. Um, I'm thinking... Where is that? Where'd you put that? In a... Uh, it's just on YouTube and SoundCloud. Since it's a cover song and I have some variations in there, mm. it would kind of be a, a pain and expensive to license it and get it out on Spotify and make a profit from it. So I just did it in as just a just a fun project, you know, just just to put it out there. But so that's what's out, and YouTube then and then channel? I'm thinking I'm gonna release. What's that? What's your YouTube channel? Um, my YouTube channel is under my business, which is Inner Sight Management. Oh, um, they hide that can, one for me, can, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm 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 trying to share my music, not necessarily promote promote my business, but through my business, I I of course offer all of my mixing and mastering and beat making services and stuff like that. Nice. All right. Good deal. I'm gonna go hunt that down. <laughs> to your page. I want to go listen definitely. to that too. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I'm thinking I'm going to release maybe one more single um, in a month or two and just kind of keep keep building a fan base, keep seeing who, you know, whose attention I can get, what opportunities I can get. And and if, you know, a big one comes my way for the album, then awesome. And if not, then I guess, you know, probably sometime in the summer, I'll, I'll just plan to release the whole thing. But it's just not quite ready yet. There's just a, a few little tweaks I need to make on it. Well, there's certainly plenty of plenty of things you can do, you know, from lyric videos to all kinds of promotions in the meanwhile to really like make sure that you can maximize the single. You know, of course, that's what I'm doing here. So I will certainly guide you and let you know all the nifty, nifty tricks for you to get as much of this um, beautiful single, you know, in front of as many people certainly through social media. And, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it on this episode. I'm really excited. I want to hear what they have to say and 
and uh, I hope they follow you on social media. Should we go to Instagram? Should we send everybody to your Instagram page? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, that that's a great spot to go because it kind of, you know, links everybody out to everything else that I'm doing. It's kind of my my main platform that I enjoy. And, yeah, and I like what you using, do with your Instagram so. page. Eva Sight. So E-V-A underscore S-I-G-H-T. What does Eva Sight stand for? Um, originally it was, it was ever site, you know what I mean? E V E R S I G H T just kind of, you know, and then I kind of abbreviated it, made it work a little bit better, but it really is just, again, kind of having a, having a vision, having, having a, a, a goal, you know what I mean? That you're working towards and, and forever putting in that effort and, and having faith in that it's going to work out because that's kind of what everybody's doing. Well, that's amazing. And I'm so glad to know you. I'm glad you're here with us in our team and in our community. And you're certainly such a valued member. Thanks for bringing the music to us, TJ. And thanks for being here with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Such an awesome artist. It was great to hear from him. TJ with Evasite. Go and look him up on Instagram. We have a page dedicated to him on our website as well, Behind the Music with Evasite on Diamond Eyes. You can catch up with what's going on with him and get all those links so that you don't miss it. So after the show, go and hunt it down. AVALiveRadio.info is where you need to be because that's the place where all the inspiration is happening. And we also have them posted on social media right now. So if you have a favorite social media page that you do use, I would love to see you guys there. We're trying to get as many of our listeners to connect with us on social because we want to see you. We don't just want to hear you. And for you, just it's great that you show up for the radio. Amazing that you listen to us so dedicatedly. But I also want to see you as well on Twitter and all of the places that you guys interact This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. I'll be back again tomorrow with more Behind the Music. Don't forget we have Daily Jacks every morning at 6 a.m. And some amazing other content like New Music Monday, Rock Mania, and some uh, rock and roll segments that I think you'll find really interesting. Like what happened on this day in rock and roll? What was most impactful? We do those segments from time to time. You want to go look at them wherever you're listening to this episode, whether it be on iHeart or Anchor FM or Spotify. And once again, guys, I appreciate you so very much. Thanks for being here. Have a great day. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio.